Welcome to Popyak. I'm your host, Momo, and it's time to talk about One Piece. This is the finale, and it starts the same way the last one ended. Coco Village is in flames. Arlong is planning on probably eating everybody in the village. Nami's money got stolen. Arlong betrayed her. Everything is bad and sucks, but that's okay. Luffy is mad, big mad, and pretty intimidating. I would not fuck with this dude. There's this rat character who is, you know, in charge of the marines of this area. And of course he's on the fucking take. He's a rat. I would love to see him in animation. I bet in animation he's just an anthropomorphic rat. But I love that they anthropomorphized him even more. Those ears on his hat, totally his ears. I thought, I don't know, I thought that was funny and charming the way he looked. Uh, And also, fuck that dude. I'm glad he got what he got. The Admiral, of course, knows that the rat is lying when he shows up and goes, oh man, Luffy fucked this place up. Because he's like, that's not Luffy's style. Get the fuck out of here. No, he didn't. Anyway, I'm coming ashore. And when you hear the Vice Admiral's coming ashore to the place that is your jurisdiction and it's on fire, it's kind of like when you have a shitty report card and it's parent-teacher month. Your parents are coming to the school whether you like it or not. And they're going to find out that you've been slacking. Fuck Buggy, by the way. My husband likes him and thinks he's funny or whatever. But I think Buggy is a dickhead. And I guess that does make him a little funny the way he goes about his dickheadery. But uh, fuck Buggy. He just decided, oh, I'm going to help you. But I got to get my body. And they trusted him for some reason. And then he was like, peace. And he threw up cartwheeled out of there. Leaving our heroes with all this shit to do. I love how Caddy, Asanji, and Zoro are to each other during this fight. I thought that was fantastic. Also, I love the way Nami looks in Luffy's hat. It really suits her, and I hope she gets a hat in the future. Luffy used his noggin and decided, fuck, I can't really harm this fish man during his big fight. I'm going to destroy this entire room. Because, you know, he learned about Nami's past. I mean, this chick, when she was a kid, got stick and poke tattoo as a kid. Like, what is she, nine? Getting stick and poke tattoo and being like told that she's property of this other dude that's like horrendous luffy is like you know what this dude has to double go so when he's like you know what fuck you i'm gonna destroy everything you built and he destroys this pagoda that arlong built by the way the culture clash i think is interesting that arlong has a pagoda because like why why does he have a pagoda personally i know why i would if i had infinite money i would become geese howard from the snk games and maybe that's arlong's thing too Because, like, a Japanese culture does kind of exist. Zoro is from that culture. But then you have this pagoda that Arlong built. And it's like, wouldn't you want to build, like, a fishman type of architecture, considering? Or is this type of architecture, fishman architecture, and the place where Zoro is from, inspired by that? Or so close to them that they have the same kind of cultural architecture? I don't know. I'm thinking about it too deeply. I tend to do that. Just asking the questions that nobody cares about. I remember going off on a tangent, uh, and I'm going off on one now, about in The Legend of Korra, how the money worked. How the, like, <laughs> financial system worked in this world. And I would love to ask that question in like a Q&A. I don't really, they don't have to answer that in the show. Same like they don't have to answer that in One Piece. But like in a Q&A, I would love to ask that question. Just to satiate my own curiosity more than it actually mattering at all. So Luffy destroys this pagoda by destroying the structural integrity using his noggin. And the whole pagoda comes down on them. And Luffy, of course, survives because he's not going to die in the end of season one. The fucking show has a thousand episodes. So you kind of understand that he's going to come out of the rubble and be fine. Partially because, of course, he's made of rubber. I'm assuming, like, being, like, crushed is not really a thing that could happen to him. 
just because of the way his body works. Like, wouldn't the rubble bounce off his body? I guess to a certain point, it wouldn't. But I would assume he probably puffed up, took the brunt of that damage, knowing what is going to happen. Arlong did not come out of the rubble. Fuck him, though. Fuck Arlong. Good. The actor playing Arlong, fantastic, great work. That voice, incredible. Is that his voice? Or did they do a voice modulation on that dude? Because he sounded evil and smooth at the same time. Also, big dude. Usopp takes out a dude in the woods. The one with the lips. And the one with the lips was like, got shot in the face and responded, not the face. Which me and my husband looked at each other and went, oh, he's attractive amongst fish people. Because he's a fucking fish, of course. He's attractive to other fish. Look at him. Why would you want a fish man that looks more human than fish? If you are a fish man. So yeah, it makes total sense. Uh, but that dude fights Usopp in the woods. Almost kills Usopp. Usopp uses his brain. He's actually not full of shit when he says he took this guy down. But nobody was around to see it. So now he's like, both, that sucks that nobody saw it. And also, it's really funny. And I can tell, say whatever the fuck I want. They can go and get find his body in the woods at least. And know I ain't full of shit. You can follow the, I assume, delicious aroma in the woods to find this guy's body, and Usopp can prove that he's not lying about at least taking down one of them, but at the, you know, at the very end of the episode, we get a very wholesome moment where, uh, Luffy kind of cheers on Usopp, telling his bullshit story, and Usopp is like, aw, shucks, and it was really fun and cute, and I really enjoyed it, I love these characters so much, they, they grew on me in the short time that I've been with them, and I cannot wait to see what other things they get into. Vice Admiral Grandpa shows up and is like, hey, uh, Luffy, that's great, you're under arrest. And Luffy's like, oh, shit, I get, here's the consequences of my actions. And Grandpa beats the shit out of him, and it's essentially just a test. Just tell him, like, this is me protecting you, essentially. If the Vice Admiral is chasing down Luffy, nobody else probably will go after him. They're like, oh, the Vice Admiral got this, right? And also, like, he took a squad full of cadets. Of course, it, he did. He was taking it easy on him. And also teaching the cadets a lesson. I, I think that the Vice Admiral is the smartest character we've encountered. Also, big up for Colby and Mushroom Cut for uh, standing up to the bad orders. Good for them. And they got rewarded for it because their punishment is to make them badasses. And I cannot wait. At the end of this episode where Luffy and, and, and Colby hug... I just could not stop imagining seeing the parallels of them maybe back in Coco Village fighting to the death because one of us has to go. I'm a Marine and you're a pirate. I'm like salivating for that combat. And Colby, when he does bring, he does show up to Luffy, he brings him his wanted poster, which that was another sentimental moment. Like, you finally got a wanted poster, bro. Once he brings it back to the squad they uh Usopp notices that he is Mike Wazowski in this particular poster and it's like well fuck it I'm in the poster he responds very much like Mike Wazowski I love that you see everybody that Luffy knows reaction to the poster including Shanks we'll get to that in a second my favorite one was in fact to the rich girl seeing Usopp it's to the back of Usopp's head and being sentimental about it that, that was my favorite person seeing it I also really enjoyed Zeph hanging it up like you know he's proud of him Shanks of course, was the most proud of Luffy and decides to have a, and have a party. And Mihawk even showed up and showed him. Like, hey, bro, this is obviously your protege. Isn't this cool? Which was cool of Mihawk, considering he's a bastard. But it's obvious that these guys go way back. And I cannot wait to see that episode where they break down their backstory. And I can't wait to see how they'll make them look younger. Also excited about what the fuck Buggy is doing. He shows up with the lady that Colby's ship 
Colby was on the beginning, and she's coming back. And I'm like, hell yeah. Justice for, I think her name is Elvira. We'll call her that for now. But Justice for Elvira. She was fucking, she was the perfect first villain. Uh, I would love to see her, like, get stronger and come back at least once to uh, tackle and tangle with Luffy again. Uh, maybe starting a Legion of Doom type squad with Buggy and other pirates Luffy has met so far. And maybe maybe Buggy can collect villains of Luffy that he defeats over the time to- over time and goes, Okay, you motherfuckers are my crew of Luffy Busters. So maybe we'll get a Luffy Buster crew. I'm just the possibilities are endless. Like the sky is the limit. And I cannot wait to see what's gonna happen. Um Luffy even got a way to prevent himself from getting scurvy. He put some tangerine plants, trees, on the boat. You're not going to get scurvy now. And also, it'll keep your navigator happy. And also, it just brings up the feng shui. Like, if this was The Sims, that would give so much comfort. Oh, there's also a mention of, hey, you know, this this river in the Grand Line, to the Grand Line, goes the opposite direction. And I wonder if that is the reason nobody's been able to get to the Grand Line. Not because it's hard to find, but literally it's impossible unless you have, I don't know, some sort of magic horn or something. We'll see what happens. I hope the magic horn prophecy comes true. Thanks so much for spending uh, your time with me as I got through One Piece. Uh, Next up is Invincible Season 2. Thanks so much for listening.